You're listening to Comedy Central. This week on Tuning Out the News, the conservative hot take battles the culture wars, saying liberals are anti-family for trying to separate a hard-working dad like Trump from the helpless middle-aged sons he hates. Then, the liberal virtue signal asks Tiffany Haddish whether the Girls Trip sequel will be more climate conscious by having Jada Pinkett Smith zipline pee over drought-stricken farmland. But first, indicted former President Donald Trump remains defiant, telling his supporters he only needs another $100 million in donations to cover his six-figure fine. It's Thursday, April 6th. Welcome to Tuning Out the News, the podcast. Up first, big news. I'm James Smartwood, and I'm starting to think I did not get cast in the Barbie movie. Top story, tonight a nation is in shock after witnessing what is supposed to happen actually happen. A guy who committed crimes got arrested. The former president pled not guilty to 34 charges related to hush money payments that he's converted into a massive fundraising hall, marking the first time a Trump investment actually made a profit. After returning home to his pissed-off wife and bedbugs, Trump said this. And this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris. Trump there laying the groundwork for his insanity plea by openly threatening the judge and his family. Meanwhile, Republicans are not contesting Trump's guilt, despite the wholly unrealistic premise that Trump is comfortable removing his clothes and instead downplaying the charges as politically motivated. People view this as a political persecution. Purely politically motivated. Political tyranny part of anarcho-tyranny. Disgusting political hit job. Political vengeance. Political persecution. Political prisoner. Political persecution. This is just political. Political witch hunt. Yes, Republicans are right. Wielding the law against an individual for political gain is an outrage, but it's totally chill when you do it against millions of people. Republicans in Florida are looking to restrict voter access. After voters approved an amendment restoring voting rights to most felons, state Republicans enacted new restrictions. Labor unions are being undercut in uh, Iowa. We've seen right-to-work bills pass in Kentucky and Missouri, and New Hampshire's coming next. In their defense, at least all those people who suffered generational trauma from that weaponization didn't have to share a three-hour flight with Eric Trump. Joining me now to drive a convertible to Headlines Valley, drink red facts at a truth vineyard, and get in a blowout fight when Sarah drunkenly admits she slept with your ex-scoop, is Democratic strategist who has a recurring nightmare where Pete Buttigieg points out a typo on her resume, Lydia Parker. Good evening. Chief Washington Bureau Chief and sneezy guy at the orgy, Jonathan Keene. Hello. Chief Field Correspondent who music teachers instinctively handed the triangle, James Smartwood Jr. Hey, Dad. And New York Times columnist and tuning out contributor who is the existential opposite of Las Vegas, Nevada, Charles Blow. Thank you for being here, Charles. Thank you for having me. Charles, please tell us the tale of the time when dragons and griffins roamed the earth and the law was not used as a political weapon. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's very interesting to hear everyone screaming now about whether or not this is a political prosecution. You know, politis politicians and the law are completely intertwined in all of this, so it's impossible to, to kind of extricate the two or separate the two from each other. Uh, if President Trump mm -hmm. regains the, the, the presidency, you know, God forbid, he would then be in charge of the Justice Department. Uh, Alvin Bragg had to run a political campaign to get the office that he now holds that allows him to do this. So that is separate from the fact of whether or not this man committed 
crimes or not. And all of the people who are defending him are saying that, th that, that this case is slim or that it is used a novel uh, approach to, the, to this particular charge. None of them are saying that he didn't do these things, which are crimes mm -hmm. in New York. It's fair for MAGA Republicans to compare Trump's political persecution to that of Nelson Mandela. Long Walk to Freedom was about how he cheated on his wife, Melania Mandela. Well, if this is how it's going to go, I guess there's no point in my becoming a billionaire, so forget it. Yeah. I was going to do it. You know, Trump's followers once chanted, lock her up, and now their guy might actually get locked up. The irony is delicious. Cool. <clears throat> Not to uh, belabor this, what? but how delicious is the irony? Uh, it's fine, I guess. I mean, it's... Well, why can't you admit it's hmm. delicious? Why are you withholding? Wh what do you... Keen, what do you need me to say for you to stop doing this? I need you to say the irony is delicious. And, and what if I don't? You know, James, if you could just reach out and taste some of this irony it's and tell just, me whether you think it's delicious it's or not. It's just a truism. It's not even the he's in Mar-a-Lago right now. It's not even this he's not even locked up. But were James, he James, to be locked up? Right. Delicious? Just say it. It's not worth all this. Pretend it's a sandwich and say it's delicious. The irony is delicious. There you go. Okay. Everyone happy? <laughs> All right. Yes. I'm, no, I'm I take it back over. after that celebration. Damn it. Now, Charles, you blew your shot at a Trump cabinet appointment. When you wrote in the New York Times about the Trump case, the eyes of the country are on these cases, the eyes of all those who've been badgered for minor violations, who've had the book thrown at them for crimes that others either got away with or served no time for. That prompted the former president to retreat to his study, gather his thoughts, then vomit onto his white supremacist beehive, Truth Social. Racist columnist Charles Blowhard of the failing New York Times, a sick degenerate who doesn't like our country or the values that made it great, prior to its massive failure over the last two years, writes that I should be prosecuted by radical left Soros-backed lunatics, even without evidence, because I'm white. Charles, Trump's voters are ferocious consumers of the New York Times op-ed page. Are you concerned this will hurt your readership? <laughs> Not at all. I'm not concerned with his whiteness as it relates to this particular charge. I'm concerned with his wrongness as it relates to this charge. And if, if he has committed a crime, he deserves to be pro prosecuted just like any other person would. America has a chance that right now to live up to the ideals that it has crafted for itself. It can live up to them or it can fall uh, short of them. And this is a test for the country. We have to see if America is willing to or able to pass that test. Don't take it personally, Charles. I'm certain Trump saw the blowhard nickname opportunity and worked his way backward to reading the op-ed from there. Certainly possible. Now, for more on how the Trump indictment affects the race for the 2024 Republican nomination, let's go to Junior, who is at Mar-a-Lago. Junior, what can you report? Uh, my ears popped on the flight down here, so. Okay, sorry to hear that, but what can you report on how other candidates are reacting to this indictment? Oh, despite running against him, they are all coming to his defense. While Nikki Haley is offering to serve any possible sentence undergoing facial reconstruction surgery to look more like Donald Trump. Wow, looks uncanny there. Now how about Mike Pence? Pence is claiming it was actually him, not Trump, who had an affair with Stormy Daniels, mm. insisting his sex drive is insatiable and proudly wearing a codpiece. Karen cannot be happy about that. Quite the contrary. Now DeSantis and Trump have become rivals. Is Florida's governor coming to Trump's defense? Well, he sure is. He's distracting authorities, keeping an eye on 
Trump by hijacking an 18-wheeler and running down Goofy. Okay, I'm cheering for Goofy in that one. All right, it's a beautiful spring evening outside, so I'm going to go home and eat pretzels in the tub, so that's all the time we have. Up next on Tuning Out the News, the podcast. The conservative panelists of Hot Take suit up to defend Donald Trump in another battle on the front lines of the culture wars. But first, a word from our sponsor. American Airlines Entertainment. Hope you like the third and ninth episodes of The Goldbergs. Welcome back. This week on Tuning Out the News. Host Tyler Templeton and the right-wing panelists of Hot Take went to war against the woke mob's sinister attempts to push the gay agenda on children, make Goosebumps books politically correct, and most importantly, turn innocent Donald Trump into a guilty criminal. Hey, it's host whose first instinct is to sniff strangers' hands for treats, Tyler Templeton, alongside co-host with a roll cage on her toilet, Bonnie Davis, co-host who's the nation's only certified wombat super nanny, Susan Shepard, and co-host who's king of the inappropriate adult kickball league tantrum, Austin Sparks. Jeremy Renner is stealing valor from Americans like me who've been getting trapped under stuff for our entire lives. This is Hot Take. What's up, Mommy Issue Mafia? Even though you never served in combat, you can still get PTSD from seeing a Lego girl in a wheelchair. It's time for Dispatches from the Culture Wars. Up first, the rule of law. The rule of law has gone woke, now unfairly targeting propeller-headed innocent dunce Donald Trump just because he violated the law. Trump attorney and guy threatened with contempt the next time he's late to court because he can't decide on the right pinky ring, Joe Tacopina, said it best. We all know that had Donald Trump not been Donald Trump and it was John Smith, this case never would have been brought. That attorney who spent billable hours figuring out when the AVN Porn Awards airs is right. Trump is guilty, but this guy he made up is also guilty. Therefore, Trump is innocent. Panel, back me up. This charade is ridiculous. They're indicting Trump for paying off a mistress when a real criminal, like the guy who incited the January 6th riot, still runs free. Liberals think they can break Trump by sending him to prison, but he's been mentally preparing himself for this by living in rooms decorated by Melania. Now, obviously, we need to break Trump out of jail, which is why... I have dug a hole in the studio. I dug four feet down, and since Earth is a sphere, if Trump digs four feet as well, we'll meet in the Earth's hollow center, where we will enjoy iron-infused Hormel chili concentrate together. Next up, rainbows. School administrators in Wisconsin have rightfully forbade a class of first graders from singing Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus's song Rainbow Land and Kermit the Frog's song Rainbow Connection due to their overtly gay theme of colors existing. The administration had nixed the songs, deeming them controversial. Lyrics to Rainbow Land include the lines, wouldn't it be nice to live in paradise where we're free to be exactly who we are and let's all dig down deep inside, brush the judgment and fear aside. In other words, let's all be gay. And why do they serve bread in cafeterias? Bread is what grown-ups eat on big dates. Quit sexualizing our kids with bread, perverts! Everyone acts like Kermit the Frog is so innocent, but from day one, he and his puppeteer have been normalizing ass play. Just imagine what the libs would say if conservatives made everyone sing a song honoring the American flag before every single sporting and cultural event. They oh, go nuts! They, they, they go crazy! Look no out of there, 
right. Next up, the Goosebumps books. The book series publisher Scholastic is making so-called sensitivity edits to Goosebumps, injecting our children with the dangerous belief that they shouldn't also be bullied by the books they read. Publisher Scholastic has made more than 100 amendments, changing words such as plump to cheerful and replacing crazy with silly. Scholastic said they made the changes to keep the language current and avoid imagery that could negatively impact a young person's view of themselves. This is too far. That's that's why we're proud to announce our new line of spooky, conservative, hot take goosebumps books, including The Wolfman Who Painted His Fingernails, Attack of the Mutant Eric Swalwell, and Night of a Thousand Crimes in Crime-Riddled New York City, where the DA is funded by George Soros, not anti-Semitic. Yep, not a chance, that's right. Yep. All right, my tapeworm wants to watch Twilight again, so let's wrap it there. When Tuning Out the News returns, the liberal panelists of Virtue Signal ask comedian Tiffany Haddish to try and stay focused and serious during one of the least funny events of our lifetime, Donald Trump getting arrested for having sex. That's ahead. Cadbury Cream Egg. Is that the Duke of Cornwall waiting in the CBS self-checkout line? This week on Tuning Out the News, Host Kylie Weaver and the left-wing panelists of Virtue Signal were joined by comedian Tiffany Haddish to help them appreciate the seriousness of Trump's thrilling indictment and to discuss Tiffany's upcoming film projects. Plus, Kylie and Tiffany plan a girls' trip. Tonight, I welcome actress and comedian Tiffany Haddish to mark a sad, definitely not funny day in American history. A former president has been criminally indicted after a porn star said his junk looks messed. My friends, this is Virtue Signal. Weaver and my favorite movie is so weird you've probably never heard of it. It's Titanic. Joining me in the echo chamber is former Biden White House communications director who only watches entertainment media produced by either the Obamas or Royals, Jordan Pulse. Hello. Former DNC chair who turned her daughter's bedroom into excess pantyhose storage an hour after she left for college, Charlotte Fitzgerald. Good evening. And the Lincoln Project senior advisor whose go-to first date is showing her the hole in his mom's roof, Troy Lawson. Hi, Kylie. Troy, read the room. It's a sad day. Our former president, the job of the best person in the country has been indicted and like all liberals I'm gonna treat it with the solemnity it deserves despite having single-mindedly fantasized about it every waking moment until now. I don't think there's anything to celebrate here. Not the time for Democratic candidates to celebrate. No cause to celebrate. A very sad time for America. But I don't Amen. think we should be celebrating the sad and sobering historic day. Obviously a somber moment. Sad moment and a perilous moment. A grim historic moment. Yes we should take no joy whatsoever in the former president being held to account in the most embarrassing, hilarious crime imaginable. Let's bring in our guest, comedian and actress Tiffany Haddish. Thank you for joining us, Tiffany. Thank you for having me, Kylie. Anytime, girl. Now, Tiffany, you're a comedian. Explain why a porn star exposing the shape of Trump's penis in vivid detail in the lead up to his criminal indictment is not funny. Well, there's so many reasons why it could be funny, but it's not funny because mm -hmm. this is our former president and no president in the history of the United States of America has ever been, you know, hit with criminal charges like this. I think it's crazy that it's that it, he's being charged with this 
when there's so many other things that he could be getting charged for. So, I mean, the power of the pussy. That's literally my catchphrase. Look, liberals must always stay above the fray and never celebrate holding the powerful to account, even though it's objectively good and popular and they should run on it. This is great for Democrats. Trump being seen as unfairly punished by the justice system will make him completely unrelatable to the American public. Look, because we cannot celebrate the one good thing to ever happen, we will now drop balloons sadly and solemnly and soberly. There they go. There. I'm glad we treated the Trump mushroom penis criminal case with the reverence it deserves. Now, moving on to a lighter topic, abortion rights, which Joe Biden is doing everything he can to preserve, short of any further executive action whatsoever. Recently, Wyoming became the first state to explicitly ban the use of pills for abortion, adding momentum to a growing push by conservative states and anti-abortion groups to target medication abortion, the method now used in a majority of pregnancy determinations in the United States. Tiffany, is a silver lining to abortion bans that they encourage women to be scientists and experiment with household chemicals to end their pregnancies? I think this is dangerous. I think this is very, very, mm. very, very, very dangerous. I think it's going to be more women like falling downstairs and, and getting on roller coasters and drinking Fifth, fifth of Hennessy and sitting in a jacuzzi. You know. Ooh, okay. That actually sounds kind of fun. But it is also a very serious situation. Well, I think we should uh, get that ban removed because once they mm -hmm. start putting laws on the vagina, then there will be laws on the penises, which I think should be, there should be some laws for the penises anyways. You know, I bet Republican states drop this once they see the polling. Religious, fanatic, decades-long political projects are helpless before the results of a phone survey. Democrats won't stand for this. Expect them to launch a million fundraising emails march. Amen. We can only hope. Now, moving on. Tiffany, you're starring in the biopic Flojo about legendary Olympic sprinter Florence Griffith Joyner, a role I passed on, but I am so glad they went with you. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I try not to brag about stuff like that, you know. But Tiffany, what spoke to you about this story that will no doubt inspire extremely young girls like myself to follow their dreams? Well, this story inspired me so much because uh, Florence influenced me. I ran track and field in high school, um, and she did amazing things. She made being an athlete beautiful, she made it look fun, and she was really the, the catalyst to getting endorsement deals for female athletes. Also, it's a great time to inspire women to start running, since soon they'll have to go on the lam if their period doesn't match what the government has on file. You know, I love this, Tiffany, because you are not only training for the film, but also for after the film when you need to outrun psychos who think black women's stories should never be told. Tell it, girl. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it, girl. Now, Tiffany, you may not know this, but as a record holder for the most pickles eaten in one sitting, I can't wait to see how you tackle the burdens of fame. Mm -hmm. We all have a lot in common. Now, moving on, Tiffany, I'm so excited that you'll be starring in the upcoming sequel to the iconic 2017 movie, Girls Trap. 
after this groundbreaking interview, obviously, we will be best friends and go on our own girls trip. So let's plan it right now. You in? I'm in. Let's go. Yes! This is going to be so fun. Okay, first up, where should we go? Somewhere where we can forget the troubles of the world and just like relax. Mm, I think we should I think we should go to Fiji. Fiji, yes. Okay, that sounds so fun. But fun for me is actually going to South America to plant trees in the Amazon after it was decimated by Jair Bolsonaro. But but okay, let's do your idea. Fiji is pretty good too. But how are we gonna get there? Partying on a private jet, maybe? No, I was thinking maybe we could go by boat. Like a cruise? That's really fun, but it's also kind of a lot of carbon emissions. So maybe I'll canoe there and also on the way I'll pick up some refugees, but I will see you there once I've hired them a human rights attorney. Okay, now who else would you invite? No wrong answers. Um, I would invite Jordan and Charlotte. <gasps> And maybe we should invite Michelle Obama. Damn it! Okay, yes, Jordan, Charlotte, and Michelle Obama. But honestly, I would actually invite those refugees that I mentioned earlier and the late Toni Morrison. But to be honest, so many people are struggling to afford groceries. I can't imagine going on some decadent girls trip right now. Please don't be mad at me. Are you mad at me? No, girl, I am not mad at you. Good, because I couldn't deal with that feeling while rainforest saving or whatever I said earlier. Okay, I'm off to direct my very first music video. Ah! 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 So let's wrap it there. But can I be a dancer in your music video? Of course, girl. You can be the one dancer. I only want one person dancing behind me and then me in front singing. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you to my guest and my new bestie and my new background dancer, Tiffany Haddish. Thank you, Tiffany. Hey, thank you, thank you. She stars in Haunted Mansion, coming to theaters this summer. After the break, Kylie has a special announcement about what Trump's indictment means for the future of Virtue Signal. And you might want to get some tissues. Stick around. Kleenex, the only tissue in the f***ing game, motherfuckers. Welcome back. Before we go, from day one, Virtue Signal's mission has been to fight for democracy in one very specific way. Attacking Donald Trump for being orange, having small hands, and once tweeting hamburger. And now that he is being indicted for something to do with Stormy Daniels, who is a porn star, Mr. Family Values, I've completed my mission and will leave Virtue Signal effective immediately. I know, but this is for real and it's forever. The new host, based purely on merit and not who won't overshadow my legacy, will be Troy Lawson. Hold on, my doctor says I'm barely qualified to be a doorstop, let alone a news anchor. Hey, you got this. I'm behind you 100%. Take it away. Okay. Uh, top story, y'all. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg has welcomed Finland into the world's largest military alliance, prompting a warning from Moscow that it would bolster Troy, its defenses. Troy, hey, Troy, what are you talking about? You haven't said Cheeto once. You know this is a news show, right? I'm sorry, I just thought- uh, uh, Never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm back hosting, y'all. Good night, hunties.
We're off till the 20th, so until next time, this has been Tuning Out the News, the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Watch Stephen Colbert Presents, Tuning Out the News on Comedy Central, Wednesdays after The Daily Show. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.